This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 487, Comic Reviews for the week of Wednesday, June 14th. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Chapman. This is episode 487. It's our comic reviews episode for the week of Wednesday, June 14th, which I'm recording this 11 days later. So uh, it's going to be... I, I always say this whenever I do this. I'm gonna, it's going to be our fastest episode yet. Um, I actually did not get a chance to read a lot of books from June 14th, even though 11 days has passed. Um, but I wanted to uh, at least talk about a few books before we kind of move on completely from that week and uh, instead jump into June 21st releases, which is what I'll, I'll be talking about in two episodes from now, which I'm probably recording like tomorrow. Uh, although knowing me in seven days. Um, so first of all, books that came out that I uh, have not yet had a chance to read in any way on the 14th of June include All New Wolverine, Amazing Spider-Man Renew Your Vows, Batgirl and the Birds of Prey, Ben Riley's Scarlet Spider, Black Panther and the Crew, Bug, The Adventures of, For- of Forager, Captain America, Sam Wilson, Dark Days, The Forge, Deadpool, Defenders, Detective Comics, Generation X, Hal Jordan, The Green Lantern Corps, Hulk, Justice League of America, Kingpin, Legion of Superheroes, Bugs Bunny Special, Martian Manhunter, Marvin the Martian Special, uh, Miss Marvel, New Superman, Red Hood and the Outlaws, Secret Warriors, Star Wars, Suicide Squad, Supergirl, Superwoman, Thanos, The Unbelievable, Gwenpool, Titans, Venom, Weapon X, Winter Woman, X-Men Blue, Zombies Assemble, and I'm sure much more. Uh, so the books actually did get a chance to read. First of all, in include Action Comics 981, which continues the Revenge storyline. Uh, it's written by uh, Dan Jurgens. Artwork in this particular issue is by... I'm trying to remember who did the art on this. Um, Jack Herbert, who I actually don't know. Um, I actually thought he did a pretty good job. Uh, fairly consistent for the most part. Um, some of the details on Cyborg Superman I thought were actually extremely good. Um, the overall kind of look of Clark I thought was... Uh, very strong visuals a great i don't i don't know the artist which is kind of crazy like it i thought he did an amazing job really sold the issue is you know some great artwork here uh, superman looks fantastic a great kind of um uh what's the word uh, cliffhanger at the end by jurgens i thought this issue was really really strong i got a you have a brief fight between superman and zod but it's quite interesting and again you also have cyborg superman and um and uh, the Eradicator there. I thought this is really kind of developing nicely as a storyline. Um, I like the characters involved. Um, I thought this was really, really strong. I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. Uh, next up, after Action Comics, we have... Uh, let's see what's up with the list. Old Man Logan 25, which I both liked and didn't like at the same time. Um, it's called Days of Anger Part 1. I guess my problem with it is that the last issue was fantastic in that it really felt like we were moving forward with the old man Logan character. Uh, he's going to start trying to live his life again because you know he got to relive uh, a moment with his his family back before in his, in our future, his present, uh, or his he was his present before he was shunted into his past. Anyways, now we have this new storyline. It just felt very to the opposite of that. Um, it's read, written by Ed Brisson, artwork by Mike Diodato, which, first of all, Diodato's artwork is fantastic. Uh, very gruesome at times. I guess it just felt like a regression. that we, we got the character to a certain point after the end of last issue, and then this kind of felt like it went right in the face of that. Now, the idea of having Old Man Logan going up against Maestro is really cool. Um, I just don't know if it jives with kind of where, this, where the character was and uh, I don't know if we need this and and I, I, to be honest it's a little unfair it's unfair to um, you know criticize an issue for what it is what it the fact that it's something that you didn't want as opposed to 
for what it actually is as a comic. So from a comic standpoint, it is strong. I think the art especially is extremely strong. The story definitely leads you to wonder kind of where are these characters from and how are they here. Um, But it doesn't give you a lot of answers, but it definitely looks like that's kind of where we're going is that we're going to get answers. So I personally didn't think it was maybe that great because I just thought it went counter to something else. Uh, but on on the face of it, I think it was a well-written story. Um, I think it was definitely great art. It definitely was able to play on certain demons in Logan's past. So I will give it an 8. Um, just because I think that if you hadn't read the last four issues of Old Man Logan, your mileage would have varied. Um, so I think, you know, if, if, if this is the start of a new arc, a new writer, um, if this was jumping on point, I think it's strong. If it's something you've already read, then I think maybe it doesn't work as well. Uh, next up is Secret Empire United Number 1 by Jim Zub and Ario Anandito. Um, I thought this was really, really good and very interesting. Um, the idea of we get to see a little bit more of what's going on behind the scenes, so to speak, um, and in this case, of the Secret Empire, in this case, what's going on with the Mutant Nation. Um, we find out a lot, uh, both the unrest that's going on with King Zorn and also uh, the, the puppet master behind the King Zorn uh, in the first place, which ends up being none other than Emma Frost, which I, I gotta say, I didn't actually see that coming. Um, and I, I think issues like this are really kind of strong because they show both both what's going on with the mutants, which is great, and also the idea that Steve Rogers kind of is starting to get an idea that things are not what they should be in his empire. There are people working against him. Uh, I thought this was great. I thought the artwork was actually very strong. I really liked the story by Jim Zub. Um, this, was, this was a very worthwhile tie-in. Uh, speaking of Secret Empire, though, we also have issue number four. Now, this is written, of course, by Nick Spencer. Our work here is by uh, Lionel Francis Yu, uh, and also by uh, Rod Reese, and who does the kind of the the um, I, I want to almost call it the dreamscape, but you know, kind of the uh, the version of, of Steve that's kind of out in the wilderness, so to speak. Um, this it's such an interesting storyline because you have the status quo shift, and then you just kind of have stories that are taking place in and around that as the teams try to kind of go towards their own particular missions, which in this case is um, Hydra and Steve trying to find the shards of the uh, of Kobik, of the Cosmic Cube, so that they can remake the, the, the world. And basically the Avengers trying to do the same thing with also you have characters like Black Widow who are just trying to kill Steve. Um, this was an interesting issue because you use a character who has only, has, I guess, been used once since he was transformed, and this is the uh, Hank Pym Ultron... You know, combination character that we have now, uh, which is interesting. We also got um, a moment here that I think plays out in another book. I think it's was it Steve Rogers, but we, but it just kind of is very much glossed over here. Um, but the big kind of thing here is that we have a we have you know the two sides are in active opposition. Uh, Tony the Tony AI Tony against uh, you know regular Cap. Uh, or Hydra Cap, I guess, and we get the sense that, or not the sense, we find out that there is someone on the inside, so someone on this kind of group of Hercules, Quicksilver, Sam Wilson, Scott Lang, Tony, and Mockingbird is actually uh, working for, for Cap, 
which is kind of a very kind of big reveal. Uh, that's kind of an interesting group to have one of them kind of turn on the team is really interesting. Um, overall, I thought it was it's interesting that it kind of felt like it slowed the pace a little, but at the same time, it, it still had things going on that I think were important. Um, it kind of building the background, building the characters so that the storyline isn't just one big slam bang fight, but instead you get a sense of time passing, um, that there's active opposition, there's still strong character moments. So I'm going to give it an 8, which so far I've given everything an 8, which for those who've made fun of me in the past, I'm thinking predominantly of uh, Paul, my brother-in-law. Uh, he'd be right. I apparently give everything 8s. Or maybe I just picked the books that I thought were going to be the best, and they ended up being that. Uh, next up is Flash number 24. Uh, this is uh, very entertaining. Uh, it's like two different stories. You, you have what I would call kind of it's not the A plot here, but it's definitely the one I'm enjoying more, which is uh, the, the Professor Zoom story. Uh, I thought his story was really interesting. And then we have kind of the, the main story, which is what's going on with Barry and Hal having their own kind of team-up. Uh, this issue is written by Joshua Williamson. This is uh, Color of Fear Part 2, Run for Your Life, by Carmine DJ Domenico and Pop Fan. Um, really liked the art, loved the Reverse Flash story. Uh, by Carmine, um, the the kind of current story with um, uh, Hal and Barry fighting Multiplex was fun. It was very much kind of a throwaway kind of fight. It didn't feel like it was really taking up that much of the issue, but that's also because uh, you know there's some good character moments as well with Barry and Hal kind of having a heart to heart. Barry. You know, kind of realizing that he has to do the right thing and tell Iris who he is. And then we have Eward um, Thawne doing some terrible things, and that's kind of where the issue really sparkles. That's where this issue really grabs me. Uh, and I cannot wait to see what happens in uh, the next issue, which is, you know, kind of the, the big, beginning of a new storyline. It's supposed to be really exciting, so I'm definitely on board with that. I'm going to give that an 8 out of 10. And last but not least, let's see if we can make it a full, uh, full sweep. Uh, we have Uncanny Avengers number 24. This is written by, I believe, Jim Zub as well. He's, he's all over the place. Jim Zub with artwork by Kim Jacinto. Um, I just thought this was really interesting. The Uncanny Avengers are stuck inside the Dark Force uh, bubble. Um, uh, they, they can't get out. Uh, they don't know what's going on as part of Secret Empire. They're going up against you know, Shocker and Scorpia. Um, uh, it looks like, um, what's his name? Uh, Brother Blood is uh, not Brother Blood. Brother Voodoo, sorry, is uh, is kind of being taken over by another mystical entity. I thought this was really fun, engaging um, Secret Empire, you know, kind of tie-in, telling the story of what's actually going on right after the Dark Force um, bubble kind of goes up. And I thought that was actually kind of an interesting way to go with it. We've seen a little bit in other books as well uh, the idea that you know Dagger's trying to keep everything lit. Um, this is right after it happens, and I'm, I thought this was really interesting to kind of get a sense of what happened right after the the, the dome went up. Uh, I'm going to give it an eight as well. So that's a, that's a full board. That's six, uh, six eights today. Um, so looking forward at our next reviews episode, some of the highlights or books that we might be looking at include Daredevil, uh, Darth Vader, Darth Maul, two Darth books in one day, uh, Invincible Iron Man, Man-Thing, Nick Fury, Peter Parker, The Spectacular Spider-Man, uh, Silver Surfer, Mighty Thor, Ultimates, U.S. Avengers, uh, what else, Spider-Man 2099, Secret Empire, Brave New World Number 2, and X-Men Gold. So that's just uh, a, some of the, a smattering of some of the books that we might be chatting about or talking about next week. Our next episode coming out probably within the next day or two as I try to get back on schedule. Uh, it'll be episode 488. It's a conversation with Brian Wood. I got a chance to sit down with and chat with him uh, last week, so that'll be our next episode. Um, 
upcoming episodes as well. We sh- I hopefully we'll have a conversation with Graham Nolan coming up. Uh, we also have uh, movie episodes looking at Spider-Man Homecoming and the next Planet of the Apes movie. Uh, we have a conversation with Mike Martz coming in late July. And then in, in August, we'll have episode 500. So a lot of good stuff coming up in the next 13 episodes. Uh, so thanks again for joining us for Comic Shenanigans. You can email me at comicshenanigans at gmail.com. Uh, like the show on Facebook, rate and review us on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes, and also you can also listen to us on Stitcher. Thanks again. I'm Adam Chapman signing off for Comic Shenanigans. We'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.